I'm doing it. I, well, I'm trying at least. No, you're doing it. You're absolutely oh, doing it. I got I got All eyes right. on the target. You're doing it. <laughs> yeah, go rabbit. It's my birthday. To I'm your, expand mo- I'm on your mother. That, that reference. I was trying yeah. to think of it with the next line. It's your birthday. I'm your mother. That's uh, you're sporting a pretty good uh, state police stash there, man. Start starting to come oh, th- in strong. Thanks, man. It's uh, it's probably going to turn back into full beard soon. You know, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if the rest of that facial hair is regulation, though. Yeah. Oh no, you can't have sideburns this long. But uh, I think <laughs> I, I think I'm going to be rocking a a a biannual facial hair rotation. Just half the year is mustache and chops, and half the year is full beard. Uh, it's a good climate for that. You know, you really get to experiment, except on those, I guess, unseasonably hot days that you seem to have a fair amount of. Yeah, it's weird that the unseasonably hot days are getting more and more frequent. Like the climate is just... Uh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Who, never who mind. am I to preach? I'm not a man <laughs> of science. I just studied it for a while. Man of the cloth implies that I don't wear cloth because I'm not a man of the cloth. And yet, here I am, <laughs> mostly clothed. Bathed what's, in cloth. Oh, what's that about? I don't I'd know, say man. Out of out of my surface area, that someone, oh, that a passerby would see, I'm like at least forty five percent covered in cloth. I got legs and arms and face exposed. Hell, even yeah. my feet are even my feet are covered right now. Well, I mean, I'm, you got a lot of you got a lot of skin to expose, a lot of skin to cover up. So, I mean, if anybody was going to be a man of the cloth, I think it'd be you. Yeah, I'm clothed up. You were you were my brother. Yeah. I'm I'm a clothman. Uh, hey, but hey, speaking of cloth, real quick. Okay. Uh, I wrote a couple of things. I got a cu- I got a couple of notes. I g- I got I got one about men of the cloth, real quick. Oh, please they're do. clerics, right? So so they just hammer home the clerical work. Like, what's that about? As well, what is that like, about? What? Yeah, like high Co- clerics. Like what? What? He's like a good bookmaker. Come on. Yeah, and like the Supreme Court's just a regular court, but with mayonnaise and or sour cream and tomatoes it, put it on top. Tomato- that- yeah. What is the that tomatoes what aren't is? even that good. Is that They're all seriously it is? Seriously, not that good. They're just wet. I know. <laughs> Speaking and of most cloth. of the times, you get the little spen- stem parts. Like how how <laughs> is the tomatoes always just the stem parts? It's just the stem every time. It's weird. Yeah. There should be meat of potato somewhere in there. So I'm walking Yeti the other day, as I do basically every day. And <laughs> we're 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 going. We we have like kind of a set route, but it it varies. You know what what street we cut back on. You know, there's now just for the listener. Yeti is your koozie, right? Yeah, I'm walking my beer koozie, not my man okay, size. Good. Not not my not my man sized dog, who's clearly just been cursed by a gypsy woman at a at a carnival. And well, was he a dog sized man? I mean, I guess he's is that how he started this out. I think you can't create. I think even with all the magical curses, you can't create or destroy matter, right? The law of conservation still applies. So she turned him into a dog. It's just that so he's somewhere the same. else, a, a dog turned into a man, right? Dude, See, they solves have, conservation, mash, and energy, right? They have some movies about that, and they are fun, bad. But uh, we're walking along, and I hear the distinct sounds of a euphonium or baritone horn, like. Yeah, you know that. I know it. You, I played it. You from made fourth a lot grade. of them. Yeah, I played it from fourth grade until roughly like senior year of high school. But I also played a lot of tuba in that time period as well. But regardless, I know I know what You'll the sound sounds like, and I can tell it's not a recording. And it also isn't coming from. I, I'm walking on the sidewalk, and all the houses are to my right. 
but it's coming from my left and not from across the street. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I keep walking. There's a lot of cars parked uh, in the area that have some of the windows covered up because either people are living in it or people are futilely trying to get people to not smash their windows and steal the shit that's in their car because it's San Francisco, baby. That's just going to happen. Your car can be literally completely empty and they're going to break it. But uh, just got to know. They got to make sure. Yeah. But yet he decides he wants to smell a, a particular tree that happens to be next to one of these cars that has like just a bunch of cloth hanging up on the windows. And so I stop and I'm now slightly ahead of the car and I turn around to look back at Yeti and something catches my eye. It's the distinct bell of a baritone. Some poor kid is sitting in the back seat of a car practicing his baritone completely covered up by black cloth to help mute the sound with the windows like cracked an inch. And it's like, I don't know. 78 degrees not hot but like yeah not cool you put yourself in a car in that with black cloth hiding most of your access to the outside like i could kind of yeah, see no it i'm surprised own. white women aren't breaking the windows and, <laughs> and calling the cops on on whoever the I, uh, owner of this child is i felt so bad for that kid and uh but i like there's nothing i could really do other than you know see if he was actually a dog that had been you know, cursed and become a man. Other than that, he I got, may have. Maybe they could imagine met. a dog is just like I can gain access to like a back seat of a car, which is one of my more comfortable spots. They love and that. Now spot. I can put my lips. I have lips. I can put them <laughs> on an instrument and make noise. Make this something. Great. I'm used make, to. Ah, ah, yeah, I kind of got one tone, and now I have a bunch of tones. This is going to be great. Yeah. Uh, good job, dog boy. No, but uh, as you were telling that story, I was thinking like, you know, either this kid wants to do well in band or like he's got a rough band teacher who's like, you need your half hour. And his parents are just like, fuck you. Like the neighbors are calling us all the time. Like you got to do something else. You can't you can't do it in the living room. Yeah. You got to go outside in the back of I think it was a Dodge Stratus uh, just well, to give you an that's, age. That's of what a regional manager drives. <laughs> I drive a Dodge Stratus. But uh, uh, just to kind of you know give the age of the vehicle, I don't think they've made them uh, this millennia. Yeah, that like and the that. intrepid line, like those two lines, people figured out that you could start them with flathead screwdrivers. Uh, I, my brother knows from experience because <laughs> <laughs> this was stolen in that manner. Hell yeah! Which I I still have the multi tool that they use. Like they left it in the car. And they left all the CDs too. Even that good credence. Uh, he did not have Greetings, but I know he had Ween in there. They left Ween. Yeah, they were not. Thank they God. were not Ween fans, or they already had Quebec. I guess they were I already a, into like middle Ween. My first apartment, while well, I was still in college, but like the first apartment I lived in that wasn't on cal- uh, on campus housing, uh, I lived with a guy. He was the only one of us who had a car in the city at the time, and it was a Civic, and it got stolen monthly. And just driven to, like, one of the outskirts of Boston and then found, and then he'd have to go pay, like, $200 to get it back. And I think he repaired the ignition the first two times, and then he just stopped and let all the wires just hang out, and he would, like, hotwire his car every day he'd to start it He'd break into his car every day, yeah. Yeah, he's just <laughs> like, fuck it, like, fu- fuck this, just fuck all of this. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What good is a car if everybody can use it? 
<laughs> it does put it's like those dutch bikes where like you know you need everybody to be a part of that where like i guess they don't lock their bikes and every, like there's a lot of bikes that are just kind of considered communal but there's like thousands of them so it works there's you're kind of almost guaranteed to yeah, be able we to find tried a bike it with lime bike and uh, yeah. we failed with lime bike yeah yeah, but with this, we would need thousands and thousands per city of cars that are just free for everyone to use. And the problem is you can't really, I mean, look, I'm going to say this and you're going to push back immediately, but you can't really kill somebody while you're operating a bicycle. I mean, you can't, you can't, but you could really do it with a car. <laughs> my my argument is that you can really hurt at least one person with a bike, but you can hurt yeah. several people <laughs> with a car. That's true. That that That's it's the more than one. You can't go in the HOV lane w- with a bicycle and just yeah. like fishtail a school bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but boy, could you imagine if you could? It, you know, that, that courier crisis dream world that I still live in. I was thinking about another one of my roommates at that time the other day. Although this wasn't at that apartment. I, I lived with this guy at that apartment and... look. A, 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 a couple different places, but uh, the last job that I think he had while I worked with him, I'm not going to say his name, but you know him. Um, he worked at a, a place that did like stem cell research, which was like at the time kind of iffy to get funding on. And so the way right. that they finally, like, we know it's good. Or- yeah. I, I don't know. I guess the Supreme Court might be going after it. Who, who knows? <laughs> who knows? But uh, as a way to make money that could pay for the stem cell research, they did uh, basically like sperm analysis to see if you were fertile. Like as the, you, you would mail a sperm sample to this place. Yeah, it's they, our dream as as young lads. <laughs> and so my buddy with a, with a physics degree was doing what can only be described as a biology test i mean there's nothing really there's no physics involved in that but i was working at a warehouse j and o into a cup yeah so i mean oh no you didn't and you didn't even do it on site it got mailed to you like it 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 just showed up but uh nice but i I was just i forget exactly what made me think which of these two stories i thought of first but i was just thinking about that job that he had because at one point it was in cambridge and at least I'm fairly, I obviously didn't visit him there. That'd be a weird job to go visit, but I'm pretty sure it was in Cambridge. And at one point he was like down in the basement of the place looking for like lab supplies, like, you know, from probably just the big storage things. And since it's Cambridge, it's all like weird and windy down there and like connected yeah. to other buildings. Cause like things just kind of got built and they would like knock down a wall and be like, this is now one bigger building, but like they can't really do that with the basement. Like, Hey, that doorway seems like it was useful. Why'd they brick that up? And it's like, well, it's been bricked up since the 1860s. And like, how old is this building? And it's like, is that why the ghost is at my desk all, like, yeah. every Thursday? Is this a cask of a Montalato situation? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's right. Highbrow, highbrow comments coming from a sperm. A Montalato, yes. A sperm. That, that's how you say it, right? Did I say a it right? Amontillado. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm American, goddammit. <laughs> it's because you learned that word from Chris Wood. I heard it most recently from Chris Wood. I did not learn it from Chris Wood. <laughs> All right. I'm a big Poe fan. But uh, yeah, he, he went through a door and then it closed behind him and he realized he couldn't open it. 
And so he just continued further on into other basements, just trying to find his way of back course. outside. As, but it, as one does. Of course, because you're not well, going to live underground like a troll. You can't do that. So he just kept wandering. Well, from like, I mean, <laughs> if you live underground as a troll, you want variety. So you go into the different basements. You know, like exactly. a Chud style. Like, like you always have your home base <laughs> of like re- to- toxic reactive waste. But like you got to go up to the surface. You've already eaten all the homeless people in the empty abandoned tunnel, so you got to start going after ladies and dogs. You know, when you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. And so, young Jock Goodman is a tasty cop. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so my buddy was just was just wandered through stuff, and eventually he got to a room that was just full of kegs, and the, so he just went upstairs, and he was just behind a bar at a bar that was like at the other side of the block that he worked on but like wow but like the opposite side, so he had to like walk pretty far to get back to to to, to where he worked but yeah he just popped out and they're like what the hell are you and he, I, th- I think he was like in a lab coat they're just like what the hell are you doing here he was like i don't know <laughs> like i don't know where i am <laughs> yeah no no fucking clue sorry guys but, but I was uh, just thinking about it. Don't like show a- up at my work i'm sorry for showing up at your work but please do not show up at mine we we will be much harsher on you. Yeah, I'm just picturing like a 3 p.m. bartender, you know, that's supposed to be like the normal times, you know, like the quieter, you yeah. know, you got the you, you, the lunch rush is over. I don't know exactly what time of day this happened, but I know the bar was open. So I'm guessing, you know, that the, the, there's, there's no lunch going on. You're in that happy hour hasn't quite started you're in that calm before the storm and then just some like some scientist comes bursting out of your basement just like ah help i mean the bar the bartender at o'brien's this weekend i would say would probably hit him with a bat like i I think there's a bat somewhere behind the o'brien's bar yeah guy in lab coat comes out of basement like i i gotta say i i'd i'd start hucking stuff at him hell yeah the other story that from this dude's job was so this is at a time period where all of the the people living in this apartment we had no money we had really tight budgets on money including food and so if we could get our hands on some free or discounted food all the better and so he again he's working at a stem cell research place but he's doing the sperm testing for potency and stuff and he comes home one day with one of the giant the giant mason jars that you might make like cold brewing. It's like, you know, right. probably like a liter and a half, yeah, we, a half gallon, like big. A couple of cucumbers worth of pickles. Big time. And, uh, and you it's just full. Or chips. It's full of a white cream. And I was just like, hey, oh, buddy, man. what do we got here? And he was like, well, my boss makes yogurt. So they gave me some to take home. And I was like, dude, we all you can't. Make yogurt. You can't. <laughs> You can't be bringing home yogurt from the sperm testing clinic. From, just, yeah. If you, you had any can't. other job. Any other yeah. job. <laughs> and we all laughed and he uh, kept. Maybe he, not any other job. If he was a male prostitute and he'd be. You just wouldn't do anything he brought home. <laughs> he, he brought home strawberry flavored one time. Like he just kept bringing it back. Apparently it was good. I wasn't eating a lot of yogurt at the time, uh, but I uh, also did not eat any. Of that, that was, uh, but that also made me yeah, laugh that because he ate. It was it. a scary dairy time. Yeah, just just good times all around. Ah, uh, so yeah. Oh, my dog was my talking do- about my dog's the, uh, in the room now. Oh, yeah, I, I seen him. He's bored. He's 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 off. I, he's got I, I he's got to go. go. 
bud. I'll I'll see you again. But uh, <laughs> somebody was talking about a a fair uh, that I, that I talked to recently, and uh, this fair had like an unlimited milk tent. Oh, dude. Uh, dude. Yeah. So was that you? That was me. Are you talking about this? <laughs> yep. Because so it was John. Then it was probably John talking about you. Okay, uh, but so I was like, I don't remember but, telling you about this, but yeah. So I, you can tell, tell me, the story tell what, after. Yeah, well, you you tell me what you heard. <laughs> uh, that you guys went to a fair where there was an unlimited milk tent. Where yeah, you got a bracelet and you could go in and just get like a pint of milk. All right, so all you have wrong is the tents. I'm going to a fair. I have not yet gone. Ah, okay. Yeah, so this will be ba- this will be at Young Tim's bachelor party this this upcoming weekend. That's right. That's right. Okay. We're, so yeah. I I was I was worried or I I guess <laughs> I am worried for for future Ben, but like you know, we, you've mentioned it before. You got like a a sleep sleepwalk, you know, kind of <laughs> sleep eat daily every now yeah. and then. Yeah, uh, quite frequently. Uh, it, You've you've taken steps to mitigate it sometimes, but I think exposing yourself to that level of milk, like it may imprint on your subconscious, and like you might sleep like fly, like like you might go to an airport in your sleep just to go back to the the milk. What happened, dude? Dude, so Milktopia. It's for, so it's it's for Young Tim's bachelor party again, or <laughs> the the milk apocalypse. Uh, Dairy getting, yeah. Yeah, dude, we're going to uh, the Michigan State Fair one one of the days that we're there. And, Good. Uh, one of the other guys, we you know, there's like a group email going on where like just to you know, yeah, I'm in one of those. Yeah, initially is to figure out where we're staying, and now now that ever now that everything's taken care of and it's coming up a week, we're just sending each other stupid shit about where we're going. And uh, this one guy took a screenshot of some of the games that will be offered at the uh, at the fair on the day that we're there. And I'll I'll bring that up actually because it is it is pretty good. But I just I was like oh shit I should probably look in that that as well and uh, and and see what else we got going on. And I discovered this Jimbo, the endless, endless milk chocolate tent. milk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Apparently you you pay a you pay a dollar for your first half pint of chocolate milk and receive a wristband. Every time you come back to the Guernsey booth wearing your wristband, you will receive a free half you pint know Guernsey, of chocolate right? milk. I don't know Guernsey. Guernsey is a uh, an island in the English Channel. Okay. There's some cows get their names from. It. They're they're brown guys. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Well, I'm going to get drunk on milk and uh everyone else just agreed that they were going to come pick me up at the end of the day from the milk tent. <laughs> yeah. But uh here are best of so luck this, to you, but I'm seriously worried for your subconscious because I think, like, I think you might actually, like, you know, sleep sleep drive across the country <laughs> to get to get milk. Well, assuming I don't do that, and I maybe I'll get distracted by the games. So we, we've got eight games here, uh, every you know, one every hour on the day that we're going to be there. Now, Jimbo, I'm going to read you off these games. And I want you. I know I don't know the correct answer, but I'll presumably have it next. You know, when I get back. But I want yeah. you to, to to guess what this game could be because these are all just games. So even like, if what uh, I fair games is that, is that yeah. what we're saying? Like boardwalky I, type. Yeah, but these aren't tr- traditional game names. I'll say that. 
But okay, j- just keep in mind everything I read here. It might sound like it's not a game. It's apparently a game. So at noon, bicep egg cracking. Yeah, I'm in. Probably, probably pretty straightforward, right? Yeah. I imagine we're cracking eggs with our biceps. Pro- I'm guessing quantity over a duration of time, right? Yeah. You you want to stay cool for that one. Otherwise, the egg cooks on your elbow and uh, you're not here, as effective. Here comes our first curveball. An hour later, 1 p.m., carrot drop. What what <laughs> could what could that be? Oh. A- any I, any <laughs> any guesses? I got nothing. <laughs> I'm hoping it's a pa- pants down affair. <laughs> uh 2 p.m., bubblegum blowing. Probably volume, I would guess. Uh I don't I don't see us getting into shapes, you know. Or or yeah, X ratings. Yeah. 3 p.m. Kind of a curveball, not because of the name, but just I didn't expect to see it. Pasta eating. Uh, <laughs> again, I'm guessing huh. volume per duration of time. Uh, which Yeah, who eats pasta the best? Also, at 3 p.m., so you're ruining your whole night. Like, <laughs> you're just... Well, they got to run a marathon later on in the week. It's carb loading. I guess. 4 p.m. Face the cookie. I got... <laughs> are we are we decorating a cookie like a face, or now that's that's cookie like the you know dessert like type type guys? I think, well, well, we just ate a bunch of pasta, so it's time for dessert. <laughs> right, obviously, now we're up to five p.m. Twins, triplets, oh my! And now what's even stranger about this one is that twins has a period after it, triplets has a period after it, oh my does not. And I think they should I'd, both be commas instead of periods. Uh, sometimes punctuation is used for effect. Any ideas what this could be? Is this simply us looking at twins and triplets and being like, damn, they look alike? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one might have been run by the uh, like 90s uh, <laughs> the, Bud Light the, campaign. The, the twins? The, the like, you got to have twins in there. Absolutely. Yeah. 6 p.m. Easy peasy tug of war. We know what that is. Move on. 7 p.m. Uh, again, the final, hope it doesn't have an X rating. The final game of the day, ice cream. And those are spelled correctly. Yeah. No no punctuation. So what I'm thinking it is, is it's just they're going to give a bunch of kids ice cream. I don't think it's a game, but uh, it's strange that they put that under the game, the game list. Anyway. Well, I hope you're looking forward to that fair. I am looking forward to everything about that trip. It's going to be a grand old nice. time. Nice. I'm, I'm going to be uh, taking Joan out for her birthday on, on Labor Day weekend. And uh, she wanted to go pet some baby animals. So we're going to go see some baby goats. Fuck yeah, dude. I'll be hanging out with baby goats at the fair. All kinds of baby nice. animals, allegedly. That's that's pretty sweet. Uh, but yeah, I was telling my supervisor this because uh, I had to request off for another day, like a Ramstein concert. No big deal. It's actually happening after like two and a half years. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm but, glad you held on to those tickets. I'm glad you held on to those tickets. Yeah, absolutely. Because I and it I, still has a chance to like get delayed another year. We, like, of we still got a shot. It's Ramstein. They could come down with the pox, man. Uh-huh. But my supervisor was like, Oh yeah. I took my daughter there for a birthday party like last year. Like she was five. To Ramstein? Yep. No, no. 
the okay. the farm, the goat farm. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> followed by the Ramstein concert. <laughs> Ramstein wasn't around last year. I mean, he knows because he got her tickets. There, that's this year's birthday gift to her. I gotcha. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Next next year she gets Guar tickets. Uh huh. Just moving on up the ladder. Well, butthole surfers doesn't put on a ridiculous show anymore. It's more no. just like smoke machines and shit. Yeah, that will happen. Everybody's got to get old at some that point, except for Rammstein, yep. who continues to be weird. Yeah, yeah. I hope they get arrested because uh, they got arrested. I think in Massachusetts, like famously for nice. for doing the for doing the jack off thing that they did. Yeah, was it the one where they spray the fake cum everywhere? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. All right. The the aforementioned John, who who had the gall to tell you about my upcoming milk exploits. Um, he's got a, a handful of YouTube videos that he keeps in his back pocket to deploy tactically at a party situation that really kind of change the whole energy in the room, in my opinion, for the better. Um, he's got a great one of Gary Newman riding around in like the strangest little golf cart singing while on stage, but he's got a Ram, a Ramstein one that's fucking, it's, it's that, it's that thing where yeah i mean it's just a fire hose of white fluid <laughs> it is yeah. it's at a at a live concert just hosing down gallagher style the first like 10 rows <laughs> it's insane <laughs> and john will just put it on quietly in the corner and just at, watch as people start to realize what's been put on the tv and he'll just be silently cracking up yeah it's a I don't solid know. I move. like when he I like when he puts on the silent anime cuz we're always listening to music. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A couple of times there's like the this cat anime where the cats are like, you know, just people, like Arthur World. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> Can't say I know that one, but I don't know a lot uh, of anime. John didn't do that this time. We didn't watch anything. We just listened no. to music and then uh and then went out. Love that. Yeah. Just hit the town. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was a it was a nice little night out where we only had like seven drinks at at O'Brien's. <laughs> that is a pretty chill evening for the two of you. Uh well, I mean, we had some at his house, but yeah, the the bartender <laughs> knew John and kept giving him like drinks with blue curacao and and like parasols and stuff just to fuck I, with him. And people, pe- other people were like, "Can I have one of those?" And he was like, "You can have the rest of like what's in the shaker." Like I made this as a joke. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't think I've seen John drink a uh like a fancy fr- uh, a frills based drink before. He's a simple man, with simple tastes. That's true. That's true. And that's why I like him, you know. Abs- kin- absolutely. Kindred spirit. Classic tastes. Yeah. Hell I got yeah, I got simple tastes. Uh like somebody I met and I forgot to mention this at the the wedding last weekend. Uh well, actually, the night before the wedding, but after the rehearsal dinner, you know when you're like just closing down hotel bars, and every now and then the hotel has like a solid bar. Yes, this wasn't one of those hotels, but it was okay. a decent bar. Okay, and they were open till one, but uh, of course somebody just like randomly like became best friends with Joan because you know every now and then that'll happen. That that will know. happen. And sure enough, that lady's like daughter, who's presumably in her twenties or, or around our age, is like, "Oh yeah, I live in Maryland." Like, 
I live in Port Deposit. And I was like, what? Nobody's... What? I've never heard anybody say that. And we're in we're in Massachusetts right now. I was like... One <laughs> of the 600 people that live in Port Deposit, and you bumped into them in yeah. the wood. Was it the woods still? Was it rural? Were you out there? Was, um, it, was it Western Mass? It was near the highway. Yeah, oh, okay. It, I mean, anything past 128 is a frontier. It's true. You know? It's wild country yeah, up you, there. You're basically on another planet to me. You're basically no. a pioneer. <laughs> you're basically yeah. one and of the original pilgrims. Well, I was the. I guess I was the Sakagawea because uh, I, <laughs> I spoke the la- the language <laughs> of the savages from Port Dude. Deposit. Dude, you really are uh, just pronouncing everything correctly. I got a you, you. You called me on the on the Poe story. You, you're nailing. You're nailing that reference. I'm not even going to take a crack at it. Hell well, yeah. we made Port a coin De- out of her for some reason. I want to say Port Deposit literally has two businesses. There's a post office and a bar that is also a restaurant. Yeah, and I, I think, think that's because that town was destroyed by a. a reservoir <laughs> yeah <laughs> like anything that was a port and you could deposit there like was along a river that they dammed up and and flooded the town so speaking of that i, f- I forgot this story from two weddings ago the uh, the vancouver wedding i was hanging the out talk- talking to a couple of olds i'm not entirely sure who they were just a couple of geezers <laughs> at the wedding you know they're friendly yeah. And uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, we got a we got a house in in North Carolina." And my mom was like, "Oh yeah, I've, I've, I visited there. Uh, there's like a town at the bottom of the lake. They like dammed it, and it like flooded the town." And I was just like, "Yeah, I've seen Deliverance." And the woman whose house was like, "No, no, no. My friends aren't like they're not like hill people. Okay, they fly in from other places." And I was just like, "Oh, I don't think you've seen Deliverance." I was yeah. What there's I, what? there's a couple of different factions. Yeah, so it, it not only did was the point missed about like that is the plot of Deliverance is they're going to they're speculating on going to flood a valley which will run a town out of the area. Uh that was the reference I was making, but she took it as the dirty hill people that are in that and how she's not associated with them, which is like also don't be that defensive about it. Yeah. <laughs> No, my my friends uh, are the victims in that story. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best you can hope for out of that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had not thought about that since it happened, and then I I got drunk later that night, so I just kind of, you know, that let them have that, it. Yeah, that's that story fell to the wayside. Uh, it's okay. That's why I forgot uh, the deport deposit lady. <laughs> Port deposit, man. Oh yeah, that's what I was doing. I was, I was googling. I want to see how many. There wasn't how many people, too many tattoos exposed. I want to see so. how many people are in Port Deposit. Port Deposit, town in Maryland. Population as of twenty twenty six hundred and twenty four. <laughs> and Dude, yet it still has four off. Like that's that's pretty good. And prices right rules. Like you, you couldn't have done much better. It still has a mayor. You'd kind of assume it would just be like the tallest guy in town. You know, and maybe it is. He has a hyperlink. <laughs> the, the local rock, paper, scissors champion. Yeah. Is, is officially the town council. <laughs> it's not a mayor. It's a council of one. This is, uh, 
whoever Let's has see. the most Punisher logos okay, decaled would you lo- on windows in their house and vehicle. Would you like to guess as to how many square miles it takes up total? And I'll give you a hint. Pre-flood or post-flood? This is this is as of post this is as of 2020. This is currently and and uh I'll, I'll tell you now the the water, which it would be water there I think. Uh, is 0.01 square miles of the town. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the town is 0.75. It's apparently two point two. It's apparently 2.27, including the 0.01 square miles of water. So it's 2.26 okay. of land. <laughs> it's right. a two. You met someone from a two square mile town in several hundred miles away from there. <laughs> yeah, and not well, not just they that they were going to another wedding, and that guy, that guy. He was known as Jimbo and went to James. Like he, the James was getting married. Whoa! And I was like, I made a James to Jimbo shift recently, and it was like, that's what's up. That is what's up. But he wasn't. He wasn't from Port Deposit. I only there was only one of them. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I feel like Port Deposit's a place that most other people in Maryland don't even know about. Like it's only Cecil County people know about Port Deposit because again, six hundred people and at its peak. In 1880, it had 1,950 people. So it's never hit the 2,000 mark. Well, according to a U.S. census. Yeah, so going back to 1850, where it was 988, and then doubled by 1870. I'm just saying those 1,900 people lived in a different place than the 624 now. It was a fun town. There was probably (laughs) a ferry and a bridge and, you know, lots of little wildlife and natural features down by the river instead of a, you know, massive volume reservoir. It's true. It's true. Boy, this is... uh, I'm just looking up the fucking stats. Uh, The town is 54% dudes, 46% gals. Wow, so that makes it even more difficult. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, I guess I'll vamp about the Bigfoot show that I watched recently. (laughs) I've distracted myself with... Small t- uh, a small town Wikipedia page. I apologize. It's absolutely fine. Uh, the more you dig into this Bigfoot docu series, the better. Quite honestly. So All apparently, right. there's six. It's searching for Sasquatch, uh, and most of them are on Tubi, but w- a couple of them aren't. And one of them is Bigfoot Mind Games. I really, I really want to know what <laughs> that is having seen only the fourth chapter of Searching for Sasquatch. So you don't have any of the background information required. You're kind of going in... You've seen Star Wars episodes four, five, and six. And now I'm watching A New Hope right now. Yeah, I just now, yeah. watched A New Hope. Now it's time to yeah. see the prequels. That's exciting. Uh, no. You, you want to you see Empire and then Return <laughs> and then go to the prequels. So Mind Games is the last one. Uh, I need to find it, but first I got to watch five. But it's this one guy who really enjoys a selfie stick. And I think he might have one guy who films him as well. Okay. Uh, just just based on some of the shots that they were getting. And uh, look, it's the most low-budget Sasquatch search documentary I've ever seen. But enjoyable still? Absolutely. Because... Uh, Hey, Joan thought the guy like learned how to talk in his twenties. Like she was like, this guy was deaf or something. 
Uh, later we realized he was just like from British Columbia, but not the Vancouver part of British Columbia. So like he might just be Uber Canadian. Gotcha. Searching uh, for Sasquatch is what it's called, right? But yeah, it's Jason Kenzie is the writer, director, producer, sometimes cinematographer. He's only got th- like three or four cinematography credits on his own movies. Dude, he's, uh, he, he's, he's a handsome guy. Uh, yeah, he is. He is. But he's also nuts because if you look <laughs> on his, I, I believe his real name is Jason Humber because he made one other documentary called Amazing Animals, which stars a child and a couple of people in a pet store but also him just mishandling snakes as Jason Humber. <laughs> if you go to f- that profile, the find your classmates, he's got a rambling homeless, like I fought in world war two type story. Oh, it's, it's amazing. What? But <laughs> that guy knowing all that backstory that made so much more sense. I mean, like, None of the backstory on his his like profile, I believe, is true, other than the fact that he was homeless and he lo- maybe likes beaches. But but he had, is making some seriously low budget Sasquatch documentaries. Uh, that there's one that has a reenactment, but with the crudest MS Paint Sasquatch on it, and it was one tone. It had two yellow eyes, no facial features, no hair, no no detail or anything. It was just basically like a, a kid <laughs> drawing a stick figure that's a little beefy, but it had horns. It had like Hell bison yeah. horns, and it was just they had they superimposed it on like a picture of a street because a lady had seen it walk across the street. <laughs> the the best. It it snuck by. Well, it didn't sneak by. Joan and I, we both looked at each other as soon as it came on because like. It had been low budget. You're interviewing locals, basically. He says at one point that he's going out with experienced Bigfoot hunters, which I was like, Joan, that that doesn't exist. That's not there are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Saying saying those words made my brain hurt. Experienced Bigfoot hunters. I also want to say real quick, I take back my previous comment about him being handsome. He's got a couple of good photos when you first search him. And then now that I've seen him from a few other angles, nah. Nah. Well, yeah. That ain't it, it, King. He does a lot of selfie, so you're going to get a lot of up nose from him. What's his uh, nom de de crazy? Jason what? Jason... Kenzie is what he's going by now. I got now, Kenzie. What's the old one? Humber. H-U-M-B-E-R. Yeah. His no, profile no. is nuts on the the class search thing. I He might be a high school dropout. Uh, it says he, he went to Hawaii and lived in in the uh, the mountains next to a waterfall eating coconuts. And he spelled coconuts wrong in mangoes. But yeah, yeah I think he's just a crazy person. Anyway, <laughs> the very end of chapter four... Uh, they're they're really hunting they're really grasping for for like sasquatches and they're out in the woods and he's like getting real freaked out just seeing seeing eyes all over the place and he says he saw two eyes on the ground so it must have been crawling and then then it got away and he was like i was so freaked out i had to sleep in the car and then he like left the guys and i'm sure they were they were just like either pranking him or guess what it might have been like a fox like you, <laughs> everything they heard and everything they saw was a Bigfoot. It could be a never before documented creature, but it could also be a, 
a bird and and anything they're like wait wait do you hear that that rhythmic creaking and it's like yes that's probably the wind through the trees and it's like no no the trees have been pushed over before by these bigfoot you see it all the time it's like no the wind pushes over the trees and uh, i'll agree to disagree but anyway the best part about it and the reason i think he does have a cameraman friend because there's somebody else in the credits a but b uh, they have over the credits or like the credits roll over a slow motion, like reservoir dogs type, like just walking through the woods with him and the experienced Sasquatch hunters. And this took place in the woods of Michigan, which you are about to go to. So I, yeah, you should, I'll, I'll tell you what, I might watch uh one more episode just to see if they're all in Michigan. If they are, uh, you know, you might have to give it a look. Otherwise, you know, I'd say jump right to number four. According to his website, you can watch them all on his, uh, like on on Plex, but you still have to find them on. I, I, my, I have a very limited knowledge of Plex, but I think you have to have permission to use somebody's to get access to somebody's server. I don't think it's just uh, like free. most of them are on Tubi. Okay, yeah. Well, he he guarantees they're on Plex, so I'm going to look at every episode. So I'm going to look into this, but I'm currently reading the screed that he wrote on Classmates.com. Yeah, you see Holy that? Holy fuck. I'm, I'm down to the point where he describes Amsterdam. He went to Bosnia and Herzegovina and well, he first, crossed the border. I'm not there yet. First, I'm still at Amsterdam where he describes as too many bikes but nice ladies. He spelled everything wrong. Then he went to Belgium where it's the same language, he says, as Amsterdam. Yeah, we should get which him Amsterdam, and Tommy Wiseau and, together, right? Yeah. Amsterdam, not a country. And also, they speak Dutch, where they do not speak Dutch. They speak two different languages in Belgium. Neither of them yeah, are they Dutch. they speak a bunch of languages in Belgium. Yeah. They got Dutch parts. Uh, he said... They also got Walloons. He says he commandeered a truck. Correct. Where... And then he says, in other words, I... I'm going to skip over the misspellings. I stepped out in front of a vehicle, and we jumped in the back and didn't You've get out You've already skipped over hundreds of misspellings by this point. Because yes. you're like a paragraph in. <laughs> Yes, and we were driven to food. LOL. Switzerland was great hiking, but he said comment like he's not. Oh, I'm gonna have to make an account to keep reading. Oh, yeah, I'm totally yeah, going I know. to it's, too. It's the it's the sizzle reel, man. I'm totally going it, to too. Oh my god, I just yeah, I don't get how he landed at Bigfoot Hunter. Like Germany he, he was good to- shoe shining. Scotland was terrible shoe shining. Yeah, he, his shoeshine empire led him to his, his photojournalist uh, career and then to his documentarian role, as as we see now. But he gets a lot of writing credits, a lot of directing credits on, on his own work. Damn, this guy is buck wild. <laughs> I can't Holy wait to see what's next. fuck. This is my new favorite guy. Yeah, and he's... I think it's all during COVID is when he produced this. It seems to be, like, exclusively... First around his own town, and then then he gets to branch out once he gets to start to travel. This is this fucking rules, man. He uh, he said he was a, in a in a dance group in the states where he was called Dancer Extreme with no e at the beginning of extreme. This, oh, I'm, I saw I I played an NFL game like that. I'm in the late nineties. I'm enthralled. I gotta watch. So searching for Sasquatch, I will definitely be watching as many of those as I can find, unless. Uh, I- I'm going to say minutes. start with number four just because okay. 
I don't want you to be surprised by any other goofy animations. I need you. I need you to see, like, one-eyed, one-horned, brown people eater. I I noticed that the first one is simply called Alive, which, uh, like, kind of makes me wonder. Like, I really hope that you know it's a six-part documentary series called Searching for Sasquatch, and I really hope in the first episode he's like, "Trust me, this thing's alive." So basically, we don't need any more parts. Like, I've confirmed it. Here's all the proof you need. Now here's five more hours of content. <laughs> That's my uh, hope. I, you know, you might you might be closer than you think. But also, <laughs> don't forget Amazing Animals. Because that w- that's actually his first foray into being a documentarian. Oh, yeah. His, his, I think his email was still his name, animaladventures at gmail.com or some shit. Like, it's... That's what's up. Yeah, love that. Love that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's, from what I've seen, uh, you know, something that one of us, if we had been, like, hit in the head with a bat, like, sometime in our teens, it, that's that's the kind of thing that we would produce. Maybe about the Jersey Devil, though. Just yeah. be us, like, I, I don't want to sleep in this tent. I want to sleep in my car. <laughs> yeah. Also weird that he like points out in his little screed thing that he while he was homeless he slept in the women's bathroom. You can just say you can just say bathroom. You don't need to tell me it's the women's room. That's you don't even need to tell us that you were homeless. We know. <laughs> <laughs> We've read yeah. your story. Yeah. Cuz yeah, cuz look, all that's fine. It's just like out of all the questions I have, not one of them was what type of bathroom was it? Like that didn't yeah, it, it didn't come up except New Year's because it was too many people. Apparently, T O <laughs> many people. Although he does use two correctly later about the uh, too many bikes. That's the correct T O O. So he's, he's you know he, he's, he's on pl- the board. He's playing with the English language. Plus, he's probably also fluent in Sasquatchian at this point. So uh, actually, one of the guys was working on it. He was working on his Squatch language. I, I hope he was paying a teacher because did he, he is an with, experienced Sasquatch hunter. Did he meet up with Bobo at all? No. They okay. they had their own Bobo. Okay, because I know Bobo's like the Guy Fieri of Sasquatch documentaries. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I mean that both in the sense that everyone knows who he is and he has no credibility. Even though from what I hear, Guy Fieri is apparently a very sweet man. Yeah, with no credibility. With no credibility. Yeah. I like I you know, I'm not going to disparage the man. The rest of the world does that for me. But uh everybody's met him says he's a really sweet man and 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 that's all fine. That's all yeah. fine. It's I totally- just still don't like the sunglasses on the back of the head from anybody. That's true. Also, I want him to give credit to Tenacious D. He calls diners, drive-ins and drives triple D all the time. And if you watch the Tenacious D special, uh, the 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 Lee episode, not the Tenacious D special, the Tenacious D show, the Lee episode. At one point, they harmonized three part harmony where they go triple D. So like they coined that term. Yeah. In like yeah, 1996. Man. I don't know. So we got well, to call the Supreme Court on this one. I mean, look, Jack Black doesn't need the money, but Kyle Gass, you could probably you the could guy probably who use, played Lee, the guy who played Lee. <laughs> Who I think's real name is Lee. Uh, yeah, he he probably needs some money. 
Yep. But you know who doesn't need money? Sasquatch? Actually, Jason, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sasquatch does not need money. He's He's gotten around for so many years without money. Dude, are you ready for this? Sasquatch, what? total total crypto guy. Get it? <laughs> Get it? Get it? Because uh, he's a cryptid. He's a cryptid. He's crypto. a cryptid, and uh, yeah, cryptozoology is. A, so I don't. I don't think I've told you study of the dumbest shit in the history <laughs> of man. I don't think I've told you this before. Uh, maybe I have, but I don't think I've told on the podcast. I listen to a lot of uh, fictional horror story podcasts where, like, your doctor kind- no sleeps. So no sleep. They're presented as like very short stories. I listen. I don't to like some- the, that it's one guy. That's that's my gripe. Oh, no, and I bu- know we're just two guys. Like I, I get. No, there's that- a bunch of people on no sleep. There's a bunch of people on no sleep. They got, okay, they got a whole. But look, again, jo- they're all like Joan listens it'll be to like it a while I try to fall thing. asleep. Gotcha. <laughs> there, I will say all the intros are done by the same dude. Then um, that's what I hear, and I fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, so that then you're hearing the same dude every time. But the stories are short, uh, which is fine. But I like a more found footage style one. There's a bunch of them out there, and it's very oh, easy. Okay. It's very easy to do that because there's no visual aspect. So it's like you can do it foley art. You can do it for yeah for a lot lower budget. So you can really ruin it with the with a bad script or bad voice acting. But I can talk ad nauseum about all this stuff. But one of them that that popped up out of nowhere that I was kind of excited about because I hadn't heard of the production company or anything. And at this point, I'm just trawling like the dregs of what's left that I haven't heard of these out there. And so when something new pops up, I'm like, let me try it out. And it was called uh, Cryptid Z was the name. Cryptid dash capital Z. And All right. the story was like uh, it was about... Uh, this special like international group of people who are called in whenever like something cryptozoological happens out there. So like if there's like a, a yeti is like attacking a village or something like this, and they send I don't in think these yeti people, would attack a village. You never know, dude. I mean, he gets kind of picky about his kibble. But <laughs> <laughs> they must have had some bad kibble in that town. But uh, they would send in these. So I was listening to the first couple episodes, and it was it was okay. It wasn't great. It was a little campy, but it was it was fine. And uh, and it, the, one of the things that was kind of cool to me at first was that if you were a Patreon supporter, which I was not, uh, you could at the end of every episode there'd be like a, a cliffhanger where it was like somebody sliding down the side of a mountain, and it's like someone's like jump to the helicopter, and then it's like okay. Go on the Patreon thing, and you can vote if if they jump for the helicopter or if they continue to try to slide out of the way of the avalanche. And so you could kind of—it was kind of like a choose your own adventure. Turn to page one twenty-seven. Yeah, podcasting. It was kind of like that, and I was like, "Look, that's at least—that's I haven't seen that before. That's something." And then they're like, "All right, we're halfway through season one. We're going to take a little mid-season hiatus. That's very common for these low-budget things. Is you know they're like." That actually took a lot of effort, and we all have lives and jobs, so we're going to pause for a little while. And then I saw like something pop up like several months later that was like, like you know, new new episode from Cryptozy, no longer Cryptidzy, now Cryptozy. And I was like, uh oh, that's not a good sign. They're cashing and, in, and it was like a three minute long snippet thing where it was just this guy being like, hey, really exciting stuff over here at Cryptozy. We're uh. 
uh, we're going to have the first NFT podcast where you can be a part of, uh, you know, g- get in on the of Patreon. This terrible, and- terrible trend. And, Thank and, you for and destroying by, economies. By voting for the the decisions that the characters make, you uh, can be both invested in the story and invested in the NFT that is oh, the storyline it nice. itself. That's and, Cryptozy, the official cryptocurrency of all cryptids and cryptozoological researchers. Yeah, so I'm... I Look, NFTs, crypto... They've been mocked to death. It hasn't quite yeah. died yet. It's all it's all uh, losing all of its money, which is yeah, good good for them. I just want to go back to as long as we eventually get back to a point where I can talk about cryptozoological stuff, talk about cryptids, and no one thinks I'm an NFT guy. As long as we get Look, to there, I'm I happy. Ever think that you're an NFT guy? Oh, I know because that you because you talk about the Jersey Devil and <laughs> Swamp Squatch. And whoever else you got, Mo- Mothman, yeah, and uh, Morthmon, Morthmon, um, and of course Skunk Apes, Sasquatch, Armadillo uh, Apes, uh, big, big, big Feets, Coyote Apes, the Chupacabra, yep, yep, all that good shit. So Reagan actually got me a book. Uh, I forget for what holiday, but a few years ago it was the A to Z of cryptozoology. And uh, is it a coloring book? No, it's actually like, <laughs> uh, and and it's it's just like lists of things that some people believe in. Like it's not they're not presenting it as like this could be real or this could. Not. It's just like here's a quick description of what a chupacabra is. Like here's a quick quick description of the ancient elves that reside in Iceland. Yeah, they they are mentioned in there, and it's actually like yeah. a very they interesting book. It's a very interesting book. I've seen. I've, all right, I got to tell you about one more docu series. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> People in Iceland can like you know pretend that they believe in this stupid thing, but I doubt that they have their own documentarians that get freaked out by nothing at all. I don't know. I don't know. If, yeah, because I I don't think ice Iceland. Uh, Icelandic people uh, are really bothered by the elves that they believe in. I think exactly. they're like, they're like, yeah, they they, they hang like out. reward good deeds. Yeah, I don't even know if they punish bad deeds. I think they simply exist and then reward good deeds. And you can leave them treats and things. I think they're cool with people because like Eric the Red's Vikings did not kill them. Yeah, that's. I feel like you know they, they probably have a different version of events in their in their saga, but. That's that's the real reason. It's like, oh, they, those those guys murdered like everybody, but they chose yeah. to, to spare us. And then Scotland's official animal, I believe, is, like the national animal, I'm ninety percent sure is a unicorn. Is that right? I believe that's Scotland. Unicron. I believe it's a unicron. All right. Let me just let me just let me, just, let me live fact check that because I uh, right. yeah because Orson Welles was American. Scottish unicorn. The official animal, yep, because because it Scot- doesn't exist. Scotland's it, national animal is the unicorn. It's, good, it's a good thing that Scotland isn't a nation. No, it is. <laughs> it's just like uh, p- part of a. No, they a, did a referendum. They were like, "We're still UK." Yeah, they're 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 a united. Did you know they Brexit? They Brexited. All right. Did you know that the the Queen of England is not a is not one of her titles? 
Did you know that? That that makes me like her a little bit more, but I still really don't like her. Yeah, like there is no Queen of England as far as the title goes. Like that's not the phrasing of it at all. Okay. It's nuts. She's got like a thousand titles, but none of them are Queen of England. So like we're basically as a country, we're just like misnaming her constantly. And I like that. Fuck her. <laughs> yeah, she's on enough money. She's on enough money. She's uh well, she's old as hell, Jimbo. Yeah, you you will have that. Uh, you know, our high dollar, I'm not going to say salary. She, I, I feel like it's more of a pension. Uh, hey, speaking of brittle old things, I had to go buy some kibble for Yeti. You know how it nice. is. Nice. This guy yeah. just keeps eating like a goddamn <laughs> I heard I heard he attacked this village because of the quality <laughs> of some kibble. So, I forget Yeti. where I heard that. I think I think it was John and I were talking about it. <laughs> So for those who don't know, I have a 100 and roughly 60-ish pound uh, mast- Mastiff that uh, my wife and I, uh, uh, I don't like the term rescued because we just got him from a foster, like a dog foster place. But like, yeah, we adopted a- Well, he was hanging off the end of that helicopter. <laughs> I mean, you did there, you did pay was for that. the Patreon and, and he had to, you chose for him to jump to the helicopter. There like, was I got that. you, bud. Uh, so it wasn't more of a rescue. I mean, it was a heroic like saving. It's true. And uh, you can see that footage uh, on our Patreon at www.clownpenis.fart. And so I needed to get him some kibble. And yeah, but, so he's got a he's got a very sensitive stomach because he's a purebred dog. We didn't buy him off a breeder. Somebody else did and then returned him and then we got him. So we have all the negatives of a purebred dog, meaning he's got like a f- bad foot because they bred him wrong and then he's got just the most like and if he looks at a piece of chicken he'll have diarrhea for a week like it's insane but so he's basically got we, we found one flavor of one brand of kibble that he can that he can buy all right that I, that I can buy and feed to him he doesn't have any money are you starting to have i mean look I, i'm not gonna say your sister's like that with chicken she seems to love chicken but like Kind of like your sister level of, uh, you know, like, hey, let's let's have chicken nuggets. Dude, yes, because we tried. We we're like, what if we do other? Sur- surely lamb will be fine. What nope. if we pour bacon grease over it? What about fish? Nope. Fucking he, the dude can only eat the red meat kibble from one specific brand. And so I go to Petco and, and I want to buy two 25 pound bags. Right. And I walk into the. I walk in the back there. They got one 25-pound bag. And so I scoop it up, and I walk up to the front. I go to this Petco all the time. It's the worst Petco ever. There's always a line. If there is one customer in the store. stuff that's close to your house, not the greatest. This is close to work, unfortunately. There isn't one close to my house at all. And so there's only boutique pet stores near my house. They only sell dog dog food in like 10-pound bags. And it's like, no, no, no. No, 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 this guy's a tank. We need the yeah. big bags. And so... Like, no, ours has quinoa in it, and that shit's expensive. I swear to God, though, I, like, I'm at probably a 50% hit rate on when I it's finally time for me to go up to the register, that person goes on break, and I have to wait for somebody to like change a till and like re-log in. It's, That's awesome. It's nuts, because I, I go... I've tried every uh, single that's time. That's a good gypsy curse. I like Dude, that gypsy curse. <laughs> I have tried every single time between 10 a.m. when they open and 4 p.m. when I leave to go home to be like, I will find the sweet spot when 
there's no one in the store and there's someone who can ring me up. I've never once there's nobody in the store ever and yet there's a line every time. Anyway, and I've been to right. other Petco's and they're fine. It's just this one. But I walk up front and the lady's like, "Is that it for you?" And I was just like, uh, "Actually, if you do, you do you know if you have any other bags of this size?" Because you got the ten pound bags, but I, I just want another twenty five pound bag. Yeah, I don't and like she those just, tens. She just looked me in the face and she just went, "I don't know." <laughs> and and that was right. fucking it, dude. Like we held yeah. each other's eyes for a, I swear to God at least fifteen seconds, which doesn't sound that long, but a fifteen second silence when you're like three feet away at a counter is forever it's a lot and, and in, it's in an empty store filled with lonely animals and and chew toys yeah and so to break the silence because it's very funny now but at the time i did not really understand what was happening but i have like my petco card th- thing on my phone so yeah. i just kind of like slowly started moving my hand with my phone in it towards the scanner just like which just to let her scan it it's just like we gotta we gotta move on like yeah we can't like but also good for her for just being like i don't know and honestly i don't give a shit i gotta <laughs> like, man the register all right they count this shit at the end of the day and i've been skimming hard it just made me love that petco just to know that that woman is there just like look i'm probably <laughs> getting paid minimum wage okay I, I'm not even going to pretend to type on the computer and then say no. I'm just going to say, I'm not even going to say no. I'm going to say, I don't know. And I'm not going to tell you that I could check. Or yeah, that it, I, no, I gave or, you an honest answer. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to tell you that I can't go check. I'm simply going to say, I don't know. And then I'm done with this conversation. It was incredible. I love it. I love it. Because like, I've been, I've been the person on the other side of the register a lot and Customers can be very annoying, and so that was the last thing I wanted to be. I think I believe I approached the situation uh, with a very normal question, but maybe she's having a tough day, and I'm not gonna it's, escalate. It's anything. fine. I mean, it was so funny, dude. It the was only so register open. Funny. I'm pretty sure you could have just walked into the back, and it, it, I, I doubt they have like a forklift, but like you could probably get a pallet jack and just find as many of those bags if you had them <laughs> as you wanted to, and just pallet jacked it to your. Oh, nice new vehicle. Yeah, I mean, because what I what I could have done was on that same Petco app thing that has my little card that's got. You could have looked. If I could have looked. Had anymore? Because it says it it's on like, the thing. Hey, imagine, it, imagine that one though, where it's like, "Hey, it says your store has fifty six bags <laughs> available of this," and she's like, "I ain't getting them." <laughs> that's that's what that says. <laughs> like, ah, c- crazy. What do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. So you just so, find the one twenty-five pound bag, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it truly brightened. Not that I'd been having a bad day, but it brightened my day. I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" That ruled. I've told everybody about it, and I will continue to do so. It, like when That's I got good. back to work, I, I like was that. like, "I was like, hey, everyone at work," which is I think two people. I was like, "Listen to this. Nice, huh?" Gotta love the office. Gotta love the office. Classic office gossip. Yeah. Well, hey, you got any closing stories or should we land this pig? I I do, but I don't. I love that. 
You got any advice for anybody searching for Sasquatch in a Vancouver women's bathroom, unless it's New Year's Eve? Ooh, uh, no, I only have the New Year's Eve advice. Sorry. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.